it's time to stand up or shut up. With your hosts, Chris and Jen, this is the Theme Park Stand Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Theme Park Stand Podcast. I got the name of our podcast right this time, LFG. LFG. Welcome back, guys. We have a super fun episode for you today. Yeah, I can't wait to get into this one. But before we do, there's some new things that we've learned about this week in the last couple of days. Uh, so we're just going to run down those real quick, starting off with uh, some land clearing for yet another possible new roller coaster down at SeaWorld Orlando. Yeah, I'm super excited for that one. Um, I honestly have not seen too much into it, but I know you were saying that it's over by the penguin thing. So that's going to be that's going to be huge for them because that area still very much looks like a ride. And I see people ra- wait like an hour plus and then get inside and it's like, these are, they're, they're penguins. <laughs> so that section could for sure use something. That's awesome. And they are just on a roll with building things. And if I had to guess, my my guess would be probably some sort of a family attraction just because they, with the thoughts that they had with Icebreaker. And that's my guess. Well, now Icebreaker is back to the original height requirement. So now, is it? yeah, no comfort collars means it's back to the original height requirement. So okay. it is now considered like it is what I would consider a family coaster at this point. All right. Well, then scrap that thought that I had and bring on a giga coaster. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> bring on a giga. They definitely have room for a giga for sure. No, but I'm excited. Whatever they put in, I think will be a good addition. I do think that. Even though Icebreaker is now back to a family coaster, there isn't that much for families to do at that park, if I'm being honest. Like, if they don't love animals, there's not too much draw for them. So I I don't think another family coaster would be a bad thing, but I would love to see them get another yeah. thrill attraction for sure. Yeah, and I, I guess the now that I'm thinking about it, I, I've heard some rumors circling that since the bush parks have been, or the seas parks has, have been putting in those family intimate multi-launch coasters um that it could be like that something like wave breaker or something like that that would be really cool um i think it would be good for the theming there too yeah yeah i agree um well moving on the next thing i think today came out that johnny rockets at cedar point is going to be turned into an arcade so get your quarters ready (laughs) yeah that would be I feel like that'll be good because I, I always felt like that Johnny Rockets was out of place. Yeah, I agree. Well, they also, they already have coasters, which is like practically another 50s diner right down the midway. So that's like two of the same restaurants pretty close to each other. Yeah. And the other one's a chain restaurant. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I think it's time to part with that one. I don't think anyone's going to miss it. I'm sure that contract ended, so they had to figure something out. I don't know if I would have went with an arcade because they already have a massive one in the in the old ballroom, but it is what it is. Is that the one that we were at at Winter Chill Out? Yep. So to me, I feel like that one was pretty small. Like unless it wasn't fully open when we were. It there. wasn't. No, oh, had, okay. If you yeah, if you would have looked over to the the like behind where the there was kind of cut off, they were working on a whole bunch of games back in there. Okay, so the 
it looked pretty like empty to me so i thought that there was something else that was supposed to be there mm. okay all right so it's yeah, pretty much that a whole building the bottom floor of that most of that building is the arcade but okay whatever they want to make some more money so that's cool and it honestly i feel like again I don't know. I feel yeah. like they need to cater to the younger kids. They don't have too much there for them, but yet throwing in an arcade is an easy way to do it, and they make extra money. Yeah, that Not and only. yeah, I agree. And they don't need another restaurant because that's they've been on a kick for adding those, so they'll be good there, especially with the new boardwalk section and that grand pavilion opening up right there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, then. We have out of Bush Gardens, Williamsburg, we have an opening month for Dark Coaster. Um, Dark Coaster looks like it's set to open sometime in May. That is exciting. I'm excited to get back there for that. I was just reading somewhere that you actually go through the show building twice, but each time, each pass through, it's different like scenes and whatnot. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that does seem really cool. I, I'm excited for that one. I think it's going to be a good addition to that park. I think they... Yeah. I think that park really does theming right. So I'm excited for it. Yeah. Except for Pantheon, right? <laughs> yeah. Except for Pantheon. Pantheon's theming is just like sad. I don't, I don't get it. I, I know that it, I'm sure the pandemic had something to do with it and all that kind of stuff, but I'm sure they could have done a little bit more. I know. I definitely think that the pandemic had to do a lot with it. Because if you look at the SeaWorld parks pre-pandemic, the theming is the theming's good. It's there. Yeah. Like, look at Mako. Look at um, the Penguin ride that isn't open anymore. Like, all of that theming is really, it's there. And just look at, in its own park, I mean, Verbolton and yeah. Vader, all the newer ones there. They're pretty well-themed. I feel like that they were committed to opening these attractions. Like they already started them. They already put money into them and yet they didn't want to put more money into them because of the, of the pandemic and not knowing. Um, so I think that that's why the theming suffered. So I don't know. I feel like we're far enough away from the pandemic. Whereas a new, a new coaster, I think they might get back to that theming. I hope yeah. that they'll get back to that theming anyway. Well, I mean, heck, the, the theming's already practically there with it being in a castle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, if they if they fail with this theming, then, like, they shouldn't be allowed to do anything else. <laughs> well, that's all for the news in this week's episode but I'm super excited to get into the meat of this episode because we are going to go over our top 10 coasters. Yeah, I agreed to this, even though usually when people ask me my top 10, I tell them that only losers rank their coasters. So <laughs> I think I can officially no longer say this if I release my top 10. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, so sorry, Taylor. <laughs> So I'm thinking we'll start from 10 and work our way up to number one. And yeah, do you want to, you want to kick it off with your number 10 coaster? Yeah, let's go. All right. Let me pull it. All right, guys, I have been very conflicted about my number 10. I sat here for 20 minutes before recording this, trying to decide because it was neck and neck with Storm Runner at Hershey Park. But I think... That my my number ten, I think, is Silver Bullet at Frontier City. Okay, okay, 
And that is the uh, the Schwarzkopf, right? Yeah, that is the. It's one of those old school, um, like transportable Schwarzkopfs. Oh my gosh, I loved it. It was like the perfect janky, like almost chop your head off. Like it was the perfect you thought you were going to die Schwarzkopf. Like it is what I love about Schwarzkopf. Nice. I, 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 I've, for so, I yet have, I yet to, I have yet to ride a Schwarzkopf. So hopefully that, that'll change at some point. The way that people have soft spots for arrows, like I have soft spots for Schwarzkopfs. Yeah. Those people have soft spots for arrows. I don't understand it, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, Besides X2, I get X2. I haven't ridden X2, so I can't say, but I don't really understand the arrow hype, but I do 100% understand the Schwarzkopf hype. Schwarzkopf hype. Got it. So, okay. Well, uh, my number two, or number two, my number 10 used to be an arrow, and it's at Kennywood. So Phantom's Revenge is number 10 for me. So. It was a blast. I only got one ride on it because it broke down the rest of the day we were there. But the restraints and the airtime you get, chef's kiss. <laughs> so I have heard nothing but good things about that ride. Um, like, I really have. I've heard nothing but good things. So that does not surprise me at all that it's up there for you. Um, that's like one of one coaster I'm very excited to experience. Yeah. I, at first, we were getting – me and my wife were getting – on the coaster and i was like these restraints are different and it like she had a gap a huge gap between her and the i was like you're gonna fly right out but no it was fun it was, yeah it was i feel like that is just like i have not been to kennywood but i feel like that is kennywood's charm yeah. <laughs> the fact yeah. that you think you might fall out of the yeah coaster i love it yep all right so i guess that's on to number nine so my number nine is going to be Top Gun Talon at Carowinds. Ooh, yeah. Top Gun Talon. Top Gun Talon. AKA Afterburn for any of those that don't know. I'll say it because I know that, Jen, I know you do. It's Top Gun Talon to you. So, yeah. If you need to say the name, I guess. But yep. um, yeah, it is Top Gun Talon at Carowinds. Carowinds. Which is an amazing invert. That's, I love it. I keep every time I ride it, I keep like, okay, it's the it's the best one. It's my favorite one, and then it goes back down when I ride a when I ride like uh, Montu or or a Raptor. But yeah, so um, Raptor, aka Green Talon, is up there for me too. Um, all I think about though for Afterburn is there is this really really good element that goes like over. I can't remember if it's over the station or over the final break run. Either way, it's like right over there. And that element is one of my favorite elements on an invert like ever. It is the most graceful, like sustained airtime and not like, not like intense sustained airtime. Like you barely notice it. You're just like floating on a little cloud over <laughs> and it's, it's so beautiful. Um, I can't put it above Talon, but it is very high up there for me. It's a very good one. Yeah, I like that. So my number nine is one that I don't know if many people have this coaster in their top 20, let alone top 10. But it is Orion 
at King's Island. And strictly because the drop seems like it lasts forever. And then the speed hill. So I, I don't know what it is about Orion. Um, it's an amazing time. So I'm excited for whenever you get there to experience Orion. So and get your thoughts on it. But I just think the drop is crazy. I don't know what it is. It, it seems like it lasts as long as Furies does for some reason. I don't know why. But yeah, Orion. Or onion. Some people call it onion. <laughs> onion. Love it. I love that so far that your two and your top ten are both ones I've never been on. Yeah. <laughs> love it. So I don't have much to say about them. But I'm excited for both of them. Orion is definitely on my list for this year. Yeah. So uh, speaking of that, I'll be there Friday. Can't wait. LFG. LFG. To number eight. To number eight. So this one, I think this might be my only family coaster on the list. So my number eight is Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind at Epcot. Okay. I hear so much good stuff about that. Yeah, it's one of those coasters where I don't think there's a single time that I got off it that I wasn't just like cracking up laughing. It is the theming of it. It's fun. It's Oh my gosh, it it has this helix that like this whole entire ride, it's not a super intense ride. It's it's very family friendly. The only thing that I've heard people complain about is that like it did have issues with people getting sick at first. But I always tell people like if you are prone to sickness at all, as long as you're looking where the coaster is turning you to look, you won't get sick. If you start like looking around because of the way like the projections are, I could see it making you really dizzy. Um, but it's not like the type of coaster that's going to get you sick because of the forces, but there is this helix. It's like, I think, I think it's the moon that you're going around. You're either going around the moon or the, um, or the earth. Either way, you're going around a, like a planet looking thing and you yeah. come off. And when you're, if you're in row nine, that helix, the, the shape of it, like the way it whips you, it is probably my favorite helix in the world. It's so slow. And then all of a sudden it just like flings you over. It's amazing. I do have to ask this because I remember talking about this with you at one point on a different episode, but the whole thing where people can hold hands like I've heard other people talk about that. How does that work when it spins too, doesn't it? Yeah. So the whole thing is we, we don't necessarily say that you should do this, guys. Do not try this. Like it's probably not the safest thing to do. However, I will do it every time I ride. <laughs> um, so if you're sitting in like the, the cars are like you're seating four, two and two. And then the train next to you, it's the same thing, two and two. So if you sit people like the train spin. So when you, when both of the, if you're starting here, like if you're starting forward and backwards and both of the cars turn, then you can like, you're next to the people on the edges of the cars in the next train. It's so confusing. <laughs> it's so confusing. But as they spin, you end up being next to the people that are like two or three rows in front of you. Okay. And so then like, if you're daring, like you don't really, you're not far enough. It's like, you're not doing much. It's actually like fairly easy to do, but you can touch people. Don't do it to random people, please. But yeah, don't do if that. your friends in other rows, you can absolutely, as they're spinning, you can hit people in the other trains because of like okay. 
you're spinning at different spots. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's really hard to explain. You have to like get on the ride to really know it, but it is my yeah. favorite thing to do in the world. I love <laughs> when my friends sit in different trains and it's spinning and I can just hit their hands. I love that'll it. Be, right? Yeah, that's yeah. I can't wait to experience that. So that'll be exciting. <laughs> it's a good one. That ride alone is worth the trip to Epcot. Yeah. So we were on what number eight again? Yeah, you're so on number eight. I'm on number eight, and my number eight is Twisted Timbers. Oh, and, Twisted Timbers yep, is so good. It is so good, and I, the amount of airtime you get on that is awesome, and just the barrel roll drop. I know it's on a couple other RMCs, but that was the the first and only one that I've got to experience, and that was so good. I had no idea. Like, I don't know why the first time I wrote it, I I didn't think to look at it. Like, I do this thing where I like, I really do like to be surprised by coasters. So I don't look up POVs. I don't do whatever. And sometimes I do know like certain elements of a ride. Um, but I didn't do any research into this and I was drinking my first ride. So we literally came off that lift hill and we hit that barrel roll. And I was like, what the what? What was that? I had no idea. It's so good. Yeah. Very good addition to King's Dominion and hopefully sometime eventually to Carowinds. Yes. Oh my gosh. I hate Woody's. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I don't hate Woody's. I do hate Woody's. Please make them all RMCs. <laughs> oh man. You gotta have some wooden coasters, right? Some people like them. I do have a couple. So I have, I do like Phoenix and Twister at Knobles, and I do like El Toro. Um, I don't have, like, it, it is, like, I say I hate Woody's, but I don't really have that many good Woody's under my yeah. belt. So, um, that opinion can very much change when I get to Holiday World and when I get to Kings Island. Um, but as of now, like, out of all the wooden coasters I've ridden, I've never wanted to ride another one again other than Phoenix, Twister, and um, El Toro. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Well, now after that rant, we are on to number seven. <laughs> So, this one's shocking. This uh oh, shocking one, guys. <laughs> Number seven is Talon at Thorny Park. Talon. Talon at Thorny Park. That, I don't know. Do I have to get into why I love Talon? I mean, I mean, who? I mean, who doesn't love Talon, though, right? Even you, even if you haven't ridden it yet, you love Talon. You love Talon because <laughs> even I'm if you don't know it yet, you love Talon. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Talon at Thorny Park is the best B&M invert. If you've not heard me talk about it, um, most of the inverts that people love thinking of like right off the bat of Alpengeist and Montu, they're like the positives are so sustained that you don't get any relief where I find Talon to be this really beautiful mixture of positives airtime and just this grace like it has some really graceful moments um the same exact reason that i love um afterburn it's just this good they're good combinations of grace airtime and positives whereas you get on montu and you get on afterburn and there's so many positives that you like i don't even know what's going on yeah um so yeah talon is number seven i do truly love talon as much as i like, you know, 
that you talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> what about um, you? Guys? We love Talon. We love Talon. So, yep. So my number seven is now a defunct coaster as of two years or a year ago or whatever. Top Thrill Dragster, number seven. Cos King. Yep. <laughs> Cos King. No, 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 no. Why did I say yeah? No. Top Thrill Dragster. Cos <laughs> King. Oh, I'm uh, just, just the launch and just, it, it was really, uh, it really held, holds a, like a special place in my heart just because it was built right around the time that I was truly becoming an enthusiast and just to witness something be so fast and so tall. Um, it really, it blew me away. Even though, you know, I would opening year and the year after we would wait like three and a half hours for a 13 second ride. Like, and we would do it multiple times a day. Um, I'm sure that eventually it'll go down in my rankings with more stuff that I ride just because I can't ride it like that anymore. Um, but yeah, top thrill dragster number seven. Yeah, I can definitely, I can see that. I've heard yeah. very good things. I have not written in. <laughs> RIP. 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 Um, but yeah, maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll see. Maybe reimagine Top Little Dragster will take its place. Dragster's Revenge. Let's go. Dragster's Revenge. Dragster Talon 2. <laughs> okay, uh, number six. <laughs> yeah, on to number six. So my number six, we already talked about it, so we don't have to talk about it anymore. But my number six is Twisted Timbers. I mean, the barrel roll. <laughs> yes, that's all talking about. the barrel roll drop. It's so fucking good. Okay. Yep. Chris. <laughs> um, my number six is also an RMC, but it is Lightning Rod. So I guess half wood coaster, half steel coaster. Yeah. <laughs> Hybrid, I don't know. Um, I Before I wrote it, I've heard everybody say, like, it's crazy. It's all this, that, and the other. I tell you what, I, I there was nothing more intense than that coaster at the time that I rode that back in 2020. We went, I don't know why I did this, but went little, literally the middle of the pandemic to Dollywood. But um, yeah, uh, insane. The finale with the quad down at, like destroys your legs, but it's so much fun. Um, yeah, it's it's a. <laughs> You don't. You can't see all that. The 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 rest of the track back down on the hillside on the other side of that hill. It, it's it's crazy. <laughs> that is definitely on. That is like one of my most excited ones for. Yeah, yeah. You'll yeah. Whenever you ride that, you'll have to let me know because. Whoo! You're going Next there in just a couple of weeks, right? Next weekend. Next weekend. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll for sure let you know. Yeah, I'm excited. So, yep, lightning rod for number six for me. Yep. All right, so that means we're on to number five. Top five. Top five. LFG. LFG. Um, so this one, this was a little questionable one for me because I placed it here because I feel like when it's running well, it's absolutely going to be here. Um. I'm not like diehard fan of it the way some people are. It might even be higher after I ride it in the peak of the summer, but my number five as of right now is Fury. Okay. Um, 
I think it could potentially be higher. And I do also, like, I, after my winter rides, I don't even know if it should be this this high. But, yeah, I think I'm committing to number five for now. It's a good spot for it. Um, yeah, when you ride it in the summer when it's been hot all day, that thing flies. Yeah, I imagine that, like, you could already feel how whippy some of those turns are. And it really did remind me of an Intamin. Um, I think that in the peak of the summer when it's running really fast, it's going to those, they're really going to hit. And it's going to be like, I think that's going to be like the B&M that I love. Like, I think that might be my talent at Dorney Park. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> It'll never be my talent at Dorney Park, but it will be like a B&M that I'm super crazy about, I think. Yeah, it's, With- it's angry, angry talent because you know Fury. It's it's angry talent. Oh yeah, angry talent. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna go. take over random coasters that I feel like it. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying about it feeling like some sort of like it, the in the the layout is very intimate esque. Yes, absolutely. It does not. And even when I was looking at it, like I kind of knew that it didn't look like your typical BNM, but until I wrote it, it's very very whippy like an intamin i was not expecting it yeah just make sure you drink lots of water or whatever you're drinking stay hydrated and don't ride it 14 times in a row <laughs> yeah uh, I unless feel you're like, drinking water yeah i feel like that's a pretty solid that sounds like an awful mix i'm guessing you have a story for that yeah summer 2021 i i, I had a fast fast pass or whatever because I normally buy one of those when I go to a park I don't get to go to a lot just so I can make sure I ride everything. And it was the end of the day when every, you know, what was like the last two and a half hours, uh, I just went and lapped Fury over and over again. And there was zero people in line for Fastlane. So I kept getting on and on and on without taking a break to drink. And it ended up being 14 times in a row. And at the end of the day, I was like, very dehydrated and i was on a road trip by myself so i was like i have two other parks to go to and it was just not good <laughs> oh no yeah, all so. right so take it from chris don't ride it 14 times with a, some dehydration going on there yeah because it was i want to say it was like 95 degrees and that was <laughs> it was not fun and i'm guessing humid too yeah well drink water at parks people let's do it drink water with your beer friends there you go um so my number five is another giga but it's millennium force and it's a a hot take because people call it forceless but i still enjoy thoroughly my rides on millennium force it's it's uh i mean it's og og giga I know where I'm a little stuck is like, I feel like I accidentally removed Millie Uh (laughs) from somewhere in here. I mean, I, I feel like I would pick Fury or I-305. Like right now I might pick Millie over Fury, but I think that that, I think that's because I had cold rides on Fury. Like I'm pretty confident that Fury can be here and Millie can be knocked down a little bit, Mm -hmm. but Millie is... Yeah, Millie is really good. Yeah, Millie is bay. That's for sure. Um, I don't. I don't. It's just that for whatever reason, I feel like that drop on Millie 
like nothing stands close to it. Even on Fury, for whatever reason, I rode two pretty them back to back, pretty close a couple years ago, and it just seems like Millie's drop lasts for centuries. Yeah, and I think I really think it has a lot to do with those restraints. Like I like the B and M restraints. Like the clamshells are really nice, but you are really deep in that seat. Yeah, and you're not very deep in Millie's trains, and they like. I feel like because it's, I'm not crazy. It's two across, right? Yeah, two across. Yeah. Yeah, because it's two across. I feel like it feels a lot more free. Um, yeah, I definitely think that's a. I don't think that's a hot take. I think that's a. I think that's a good one. Okay, and also, yeah, I get what you're saying because when you're two across you're open on one side. Each person is to where like the four trucks across the two middle people, they're not as free or whatever you, if you want to call it. And the intimate T bar restraints are great. They're great. Yeah. And they're not like whatever they did on that one. They're not uncomfortable. Whereas like the Superman rides, they're like pretty yeah. uncomfortable. I got you. Um, I think, what are we on for? Yep. Top four. All right, top four. So my top four is back, right back to Intamin. Um, my top four, or my top four. My number four is I-305. Okay, love it. I can't get enough of I-305. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, that's, speaking of like I-305, that's when I left Carowinds after being dehydrated, I went to to King's Dominion. And, and you're I-305? Like, yeah, I was like, uh, I don't know if I should do this. <laughs> I'm going to like black out. No, it was fine. I loved it. Oh my god, the, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I was like, surely thought I was like, okay, you know, this is one of the, or if not the most intense coasters in the world, and I'm gonna ride it. Probably not feeling the greatest, but I loved it, and it was flying. I mean, I had people. I was doing like a live stream right out, like right in the the exit there, right when I got off. And people were just commenting on like in, in the summer of 21, it was absolutely hauling. And I don't know what it was that year or if it's maybe still doing it like now or last year or whatever. Um, yeah, I loved it. It's a great, a great place for it. I love it. I, I love I-305. It's so good. I don't understand why people like why it gets so much hate. I don't understand it. I, I know it's not, a, it's not a crowd pleaser, but <laughs> it's amazing. It's. I think it just comes down to, like, I don't even know how it's, like, allowed. I don't even know how it was allowed to exist. I don't know how it was allowed to exist before they changed it and they reprofiled it. I, oh, uh, yeah, I have no idea how it's allowed to exist, but I love it. Like, I feel like I, I was just talking to Kelly from Exploring Forces about this, um, you get to like this point in this enthusiast life where it's like you just want intensity and everything needs to be intense and everything needs to be like over the top, which not everyone is like that. Like I understand some people prefer like different types of coasters, but there are some of us that are just like insane. Yeah. I am one of those people. I feel five exists solely for me. Yeah. I would have to say that I am as well. And uh, I mean, obviously, we are the Stan podcast, so we stand for crazy, intense things. <laughs> yeah, I can see because we both love Maverick so much, and Maverick yeah. is definitely one of those like quick, whippy, intense rides. Mm -hmm. um, 
I've always thought that I threw a five it were like if Millennium Force and Maverick had a child and out came I three oh five. I think we mentioned that on another in the questions on another podcast. Yeah, it yeah, literally sure. is if they had a baby and it is this beautiful masterpiece of a giga. Yep. All right, well, on to our um, number four. So this is gonna be kind of funny because my number four is Fury. <laughs> And so, I mean, we've already talked about that. So uh, it's great. So let's move on to number three for you. All right. My number three is Maverick at Cedar Point. I love Maverick. Yes. Maverick. We love it. Maverick is oh, so good. Yep. Yep. Maverick is, um, is great. I mean... Uh, I don't know how much more I can say about Maverick. It's only, the only way. I don't know what you could do to make it better is, but other than put the Heartline roll back in, but the Heartline roll and the Velocicoaster trains. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I want the Velocicoaster trains on Maverick, and the normal person that would be like I three hundred five. The average person would not be able to ride it, but. No. I will be like marathoning that all day. You, you'll be like ripping me out of the seat. You know what would be cool? And actually, I'm going to save this one. I'm going to save this one, this thought, just for a, for a couple minutes from now. <laughs> okay. I want to hear number three. Are you moving on to the next one? It's going to, yeah. My number three is an easy one too. I threw a five. We've already talked about it. <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah. I mean, all it's funny how those coasters, Fury, I threw a five or whatever, are like right there for us in the same spots, kind of. <laughs> yeah exactly and i think that yeah and i think the one maybe the two that pushed this back are just are like they're ones you've never been on or yeah. at least one you've never been on mm -hmm. so what are we on top two now we are in the top two oh. lfg oh wait shit it's my it's turn you. it's you you're two <laughs> All right, my number two. My number two is surprisingly not an Intamin. My number two is an RMC, and that is Iron Wazi. Oh, I hear it's a masterpiece. It is insane. It, again, is one of those ones that it's like the intensity is just insane. I We talked about this maybe last episode, where it's like the only moment of relief you have is that stall. The yeah. whole rest of the ride is just insane. Yeah. Yep. Uh, hopefully this fall. I know, I know I've said this multiple times in probably every episode, but hopefully this fall I'll get down there. Yeah, you have to. So then we could talk about Iron Gauzy because Iron, it's, it's it. It's, yeah, it's so, very good. Yeah. So hopefully I get, uh, my plan is, is if I do get to go down there, hopefully a day or so before I leave is to go ride my number two so I can compare it to your number two. Oh my God. You're not about to say it. This number is... two is Steel Vengeance. As you can see on my other side over here. <laughs> Boo! Steel Vengeance sucks. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um... I, I mean, what can I say? It's just balls to the wall on that thing. Yeah, until you get to like all the little tiny airtime hills at the end. Yeah, I mean, and those then you're are just like, please end this. <laughs> Maybe one or two less of those. That would have been fine, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Those are pretty. Those are. I won't lie, they're pretty painful at the end there. Yeah, they get like a little crazy, but I will say that. 
that it is beautiful the way that that coaster goes through its structure. It is a very beautiful coaster, and I do see why people love it. I really do. I I think it also doesn't help that it was like beyond hyped up for me. It was my first RMC, like it was hyped up so much to me that I was like expecting a little more than what I actually got. Um, but yeah, it is a beautiful coaster. Yeah, it, it was is. also my first RMC. Really? See, oh, but did you ride it when it first opened, though? 2018, yeah, the opening year. Yeah, so I feel like it might be a little different because I didn't ride it until 2021. Okay. And so we had three years of people like, Steel Vengeance is the best coaster in the world. It is going to, like, completely destroy you. You've never ridden an RMC. It's the best RMC. Like, it was so put into my head that I was going to be, like, completely like my life was going to change after experiencing this coaster. Yeah. And then I think if I didn't ride Maverick that trip, I might like it more, but I think that getting on Maverick and getting something that like this little tiny coaster that I was like, this coaster looks like it's a little baby. It's not (laughs) anything like I think getting so hyped for steel vengeance and then realizing Maverick was better for me. I don't know. I think it all added to my like not love for Steel Vengeance. So I am kidding my booze. Um, I can definitely appreciate and respect your number two ranking. (laughs) I just think my number two ranking is better. Uh, Maybe, you know, maybe Iron Guazi will be my number two sometime next year. LFG. That's the goal. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) That's the goal. We're going to revisit this after he rides. We're going to have a whole episode dedicated to what Chris prefers Steel Vengeance or Iron Gwazi. So we're just going to debate it if he has Steel Vengeance. <laughs> LFG. <laughs> LFG, it's going to be the best episode. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> All right. So that moves us to number one. I don't actually know what your number one is. I'm very interested because I'm wondering if it's the same. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Wait, 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 you just, what's your number one? My number one is Velocicoaster. Okay. My number one is Velocicoaster because Velocicoaster is a total package. You get everything. You have a really good coaster. You have some really beautiful elements. The Mosasaurus roll is like one of my favorite elements in the world. Um, Yeah, it's just a total package. You have the theming. Um, the operations are incredible. The locker, like everything, even when you have to stop and get lockers, like everything about that experience is incredible. Um, there's not a single part that makes me annoyed. So I think with that, it just, I can't move it from my number one. The total experience of that ride is just out of this world. Yeah. I agree, and I, I I can't wait to ride that. So hopefully, hopefully this fall, like I said before, when I get down to Florida. So, uh. I know I was like I couldn't remember if you had only been to Universal, and not to Tampa. I was like I can't remember if you've done Velocicoaster because I feel like Velocicoaster is going to be up there for you too. But. Yeah. So, uh, my number one is Velocicoaster's ancestor. Maverick. <laughs> oh, I we already talked about Maverick, so <laughs> I wasn't so no, thinking. That it, was so dumb. So, um, and you know what's funny is when we were talking about Maverick, I said, hold that thought. I'm going to save this for a couple minutes. I Now I have forgotten what I was going to say. 
So. Oh no! Now <laughs> you're gonna go back and listening listen to this and be like, "Oh, this is what I was gonna say." Yeah. So when I remember that, I'll tweet it out and <laughs> I'll just be like, "Oh yeah, this is what I was gonna say on episode seven when I was talking about Maverick." But, um, it's really like my number zero coaster. I absolutely adore Maverick with everything that I have in my coaster enthusiast body. So, um, it, it was just it was something so different when the first time I rode that, because in 20 in 2007, I can't recall something that was so intense at that time. Um, I mean, other than like your launch on dragster, but I'm talking about a full circuit, like full layout coaster. Um, yeah. I just remember following the construction when I had a MySpace. Yeah. That's how old I am. Um, it had like a mice, they, they Cedar point made like a MySpace theme and all that kind of stuff. So you could put that on your page or whatever. And I followed the construction updates. Like it was my, yeah, that's my number one. And I don't know. And I'm, sh I'm probably sure that a Velocicoaster will top it, but I don't know if I could ever replace it. <laughs> yeah. That's one of those. I don't know. It's a very good number one with, like, even without Velocicoaster, because I, yeah, again, I just, I think it comes down to those trains. You're yeah. so free in the Velocicoaster trains that it's like. Not even to mention is they, they've replaced the restraints that they used to have on there. They used to have the car, the car over the shoulder restraints with those hard plastic ones. Yeah, I do remember like seeing pictures of that. I can't even imagine that because the restraints they have now, like, because that that coaster is kind of crazy. So when your body wants to move certain ways and you're, it's kind of like a comfort collar. Like you're just banging against those restraints and it's really uncomfortable. Um, but I think that if they didn't have those restraints, that coaster would be. Yeah. It'd be unstoppable. Like be so good. Yeah. But yes, at some point I'll try to remember what I was going to say when I go back and listen to this episode. And uh, I, I, I thought it was cool. I was like, man, I'm really going to save this for when I come out with my number one. And uh, yeah, I completely forgot. So, <laughs> uh, Oh, no. I wish I could remember what it was either. I know. I don't I don't remember, what we, remember what we were even talking about. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're talking about Maverick and the Heartline role and whatnot. But yeah. yeah. I don't, no. I don't know. Anyway. Well, we have questions. So if you um, think about it, then we can pop back to it. Yeah. So like, like you said, we have questions. So every episode let's do it. Yeah. LFG. Let me, I'm losing my train of my train of thought. I'm losing my thing here. Um, all right. So first we have from Lampson coasters um, with King Kings islands opening this weekend. Um, what are your favorite rides and do you have any sentimental rides there? This is for oh. you. Chris. Yep. So Kings Island is a one of a kind park. Uh, it's so good. Uh, I mean, favorite, like favorite rides there. Definitely Orion, the beast, um, mystic timbers, diamondback <laughs> and, uh, the racer. Yeah. One of the, the old Woody racing coasters is so good. Gravity group did an amazing job retracking that. And it's, like a brand new coaster. Um, as far as like flats go, they have the largest like swinging pirate ship that I've ever seen, which is an Intamin 
So Viking Fury is one of my favorite flats there. Um, in any sentimental rides, probably one that's not there anymore. There used to be uh, a dark ride there called Phantom Theater, which was so good. And I'm hoping and praying that one day they bring it back and replace that mess that they have there called Boo Blasters. Oh my god, that's so fun at Carowinds, though. It is good at Carowinds. Kings Islands hardly works. Like, none of the stuff works. Oh, that's so sad, because I Boo Blasters was so much fun. I loved it. Yeah, if you ever get a chance, uh, you can you can YouTube the uh, like the POV of Phantom Theater, and it wasn't a shooting. It was just a plain, like, haunted dark ride, and it was, you know, as a child, it scared the living daylights out of me, because the Phantom was so scary. <laughs> but uh yeah that's just my my fondest memory of like going to king's island when i was little was phantom theater and that was like me and my sister were like we got to do this and we would do it like multiple times oh my gosh yeah so if you ever yeah. get a chance hopefully they bring uh, it back today. yeah i'll definitely look that one up especially since it's defunct i do love a good old dark ride too mm -hmm. um yeah so w with that i'm going to like kind of go off of this um my most anticipated ride at um, Kings Island is weirdly Mystic Timbers, as mm -hmm. I just yelled about how much I hate wooden coasters. Um, <laughs> was that in your list? I don't remember. You had a decent amount of lists. No. Do you um, not love Mystic Timbers? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Like, it was it. Yeah, it was Mystic. Mystic confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, Mystic is a low-key, like, really good night ride, too. It's pitch black back there, and that, you know, a modern GCI is insane, so oh it's crazy. God. It's a good dark I'm ride, like... but nothing beats the beast at night. Oh, my gosh, you're one of those. You're like a... <laughs> you're one of those Kings Island fanboys. Beast at night, yep. It's so good, especially during Haunt. Oh my gosh, guys, stay tuned because this Steel Vengeance Iron Gwazi and we're also going to do Mystic Timbers versus the Beast and we're just going to have a whole episode where we're trashing each other. <laughs> uh, but hey, don't sleep on Diamondback. It might be your favorite hyper. I I think that I would be more excited if I like hypers were my thing, but hypers yeah. just really aren't my thing. That's true. I, I remember you saying that. Yeah, they're just not super my thing. Um, I am also kind of excited for Spooky Screaming Talon because I either hear that it's one of the like people's favorite inverts, but more often than not, I hear it's the worst one. So I'm like, that's such a big, like, it's either people's favorites or worse. It's very rarely in the middle. So I'm like, I need to know what is wrong with this coaster. Also, I want to hear it scream. Yeah, the screaming's awesome. The screaming that you hear from the people on the ride is not awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited no. for that just because of what I've heard other people say. Yeah, and don't forget to ride in Vertigo. I mean, who loves a inverted Vacoma boomerang? Yeah, no, that's fine. I, I'll I'll think of Talon 2 the whole time, Dorney Park. Yeah. All right, so the next question goes to you, Jen, and this is from Emily Rose, and she says... Uh, do you have any tips on how to visit the Florida parks outside of Disney? I want to try and visit Iowa, but the price is making me pale in the face since I'm stapled to my mom. 
doubles the price? Oh man, this is a hard one. Um, this is a this is a hard one. So I will say that if you're going for like the most affordable option, I think doing minimal time at Universal, like if it, it's more if you're going, if you want to save money, I would aim for minimal time at Universal, stay at like a, one of their like, I think Royal Pacific is like their cheapest deluxe hotel, but you get express passes for free with that hotel which is like 120 bucks a person on a like not busy day so that would give you express passes for two days for both of you and then it's like it it stinks because it's like either a hundred dollars a day for one park each day or two hundred dollars a day for two parks each day or it's like a little less than 200 um but yeah, I would definitely say limit your time at Universal to a day or two. If you get express passes, they're, it's doable. Like you're going to be running and you're going to be tired, but it's doable. Um, then stay off site. There's some really good over by SeaWorld. There's some really good hotels that people don't really think about that are really cheap. Um, and then you can stay over by SeaWorld and go to SeaWorld the rest of the time. But I, if you're looking to save money, I would spend more of your time at SeaWorld. And if you have a car, Busch Gardens Tampa, add that to your list too. It's an hour with traffic. It's maybe an hour and 30, an hour and 40 minutes. Um, but that's well worth the trip as well. But yeah, if you're trying to save money, I would say the biggest thing is... Like, I hate to say it because I love it, but spend as little time as you possibly can at Universal. And all your cheap beer is that fun spot, right? Yes. And I'll tell you, I don't know if I, she, she's with her mom. If you're, I, if you're not of age, no beers for you. Oh, yeah. I didn't even, yeah. Don't <laughs> drink unless you're 21. Yeah. We only condone drinking if you're over 21, but if you're over 21, cheap beers at Fun Spot are a plus. I guess I didn't know. I don't know who, how old any of our listeners are, but yeah. Yeah, I, I'm Brian. not sure, but we don't condone drinking. Do not drink if you're under 21. However, they do also have very cheap sodas, and their pizza is very greasy. It's like Sabero pizza, and it's very greasy and gross, but it is the best after a long theme park day. Going to Fun Spot for pizza is like my favorite thing. I'll rephrase this. Cheap drinks are at Fun Spot, yes, no matter what kind of drink. <laughs> Anyway. Um, yes, anyway, we have from Coaster365, um, what comes first? Michigan Venture gets a new coaster or the Blue Jackets win the Stanley Cup? Go Birds. Oh, yeah. Brian knew that was coming, Go Birds. <laughs> go Birds. Uh, why you got to do this to me, Brian? Come on now. <laughs> um, oh, God. Uh this is hard because both of them are terrible. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I am going to say, Bryant, that the Blue Jackets are going to lose the rest of their games, draft Connor Bedard, which is a generational talent, 
and he's going to come in and play with Johnny Goudreau, Patrick Laine, and some other people, and we are going to win a cup before Michigan's inventor gets a coaster. And no, and and just so Brian, I know the Bruins are like one of the best teams ever in the history of the game this season. They've won the most uh, games out of any team ever in a in a single season. And I'm going to root for your Bruins this year because they have one of the uh, old Blue Jackets captains in Nick Foligno. So um, I hope you enjoy my answer and say go Jackets next year. Go Birds. Yeah. Uh, you'd be Flyers, right? Yes, Gritty. I did actually very much um, enjoy hockey for years and years. I used to go to Flyers games all the time. Um, Philly sports teams, though, were just, they were breaking my heart a little too much, and I stopped watching, and I stopped going, and I never went back. It's funny because every, I, me and my wife normally go to one away game each year for the Blue Jackets, and everyone says, you don't wear your away jerseys at Philly because their fans will, <laughs> their fans are crazy. <laughs> we are crazy, but like we're crazy to ourselves too. Like we're, it's the only place that I've ever been where we will literally like, we're assholes to us. I tell this story all the time and like, I don't know, I'm saying it on a podcast, but like, um, we get a sweet box, um, I get tickets in a sweet box fairly often in one time for like a Sixers game. My um, mom and my sister were in the sweet box and my sister ran into Allen Iverson and like almost knocked him over and she called him a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so like um, that is, that is Philly. Like that is, I'm like, you're literally looking at like this legend of basketball. And like, granted, she didn't know at the time my mom said to her, she was like, that's someone we should have known. Like, I know it is. And they got back and and everyone was like, he's right there. And my sister was like, oops. But that's like Philly fans for you. Like, we don't, we're booing our own teams. We're we're throwing stuff. I almost got kicked out of a Phillies game for the people like I was with, like around me, were like throwing crab fries at other Phillies fans just for being annoying. And they kicked out our whole section. Wow. They ended up letting me and my family stay because I was like, listen, I'm, they're all drunk. I'm 17 or 18 years old. Like, I'm just here. I'm just in the middle of it and I just know them. <laughs> um, That's but great. Yeah. But yeah, Philly fans are fun though. Jackets get a cup before Michigan's inventor gets a coaster. Seems good to me. Yeah. All right. So, um, Jen, this one is for you from Coaster Kev. And he says or asks, uh, have you ever been to Animal Kingdom? And if so, what are your thoughts? He'll be going there for the coaster credit next time he's in Florida. And he wants to know if there are any other must do things while he's there. Oh my gosh, Cedar Kev. Animal Kingdom is my favorite Walt Disney World Park. Like, it is so good. Um, It is stunningly beautiful. You walk in and the Tree of Life is just so, so incredibly gorgeous. Um, My one must-do thing at that ride, or at that park, is, like, not even Everest. Like, I'll do Everest sometimes. Um, Festival of the Lion King is the best thing that park has to offer, and people sleep on it all the time. Um, it is the most beautiful show on Disney property. Um, 
I definitely recommend checking out that. If you're there all day, there's like a section that you have to take a train to called Rafiki's Planet Watch. Um, that's one of my favorite spots. It's never crowded. I usually grab lunch and go over there. Um, then there's walking paths. Like they have, they have like tigers and like really cool animals on the walking paths. Um, and then lastly, dinosaur. Um, it's in a really shitty themed location. Um, but dinosaur is well worth the ride. I, I lied, not lastly, because the Finding Nemo musical is also very good. Um, that whole entire park, like, I really do love that park. There, I am not, you should do Flight of Passage because everyone says Flight of Passage is really good and Pandora is absolutely gorgeous. I am personally not a fan of Flight of Passage, um, but that is like a hot take. Most people love it. Um, I keep saying last thing. I don't have. I have so many. I love this park so much. Um, but I swear, this is the last thing. If you're there for lunch, the spot in Pandora, it's called like Satuli Canteen. Um, by far the best food on Disney property. It is so good. Um, that is the end. If you'd like, I will happily talk about Animal Kingdom. I love Animal Kingdom so much. So if you want to talk about it more, I'm open to it. Um, but yes, go to Animal Kingdom. Spend your time there. It's beautiful. I love it. Awesome. I've never been. You've never been to Animal Kingdom? It's the best Disney park. I've only been to Magic Kingdom. That's it. Oh my gosh. Animal Kingdom, it's a it is a pretty hot take, but Animal Kingdom is my favorite park. It's so good. One of these days. It'll I'll get there. Yeah, you have to. It's really good. Everest, the theming on Everest is like n- nothing you've ever seen from a roller coaster ever before. It yeah. is absolutely insane. I can't wait. I just want to ride roller coasters. <laughs> <laughs> well, it only has one coaster for you, but Yeah. I mean, it, in general, I just want to ride. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right. So now that I've, again, fangirled over something here, um, we have Aaron the Ride Factor asking, when traveling for a new theme park, what is something you must have or do to prepare for it? Well, I definitely think this is um, a little open-ended, but the things that I do, Uh, which I do a lot of things that are unorthodox for a lot of theme park enthusiasts because I do watch all the POVs of every coaster before I go just because I want to get excited for it. Like, oh, that looks sick. Um, I know a lot of people want to be surprised. I think you mentioned that earlier, Jen. Um, And another thing I do, and I mentioned this earlier, is if I'm going to a park and I know that I'm only going to have limited time there or one day there and I don't know when I'll get back, Um, I definitely try to go for whatever type of fast lane flash pass or whatever that they have um, just so I can make sure that I can ride everything and get a couple re-rides on the the main attractions. Um, But yeah, I mean, those are the two main things that I have when I travel to a new theme park that I haven't been to. Okay, so I... (laughs) I do not prepare for the park itself. Like, unless there's a coaster that, like, I know I'm going to love, then I get very excited and I do try to figure out whatever I need to do to, like, make sure I have a good experience. Um, 
as some of you guys probably know, I don't know how many of you guys know, I'm absolutely addicted to coffee. Like coffee is an absolute must for me. Um, so for me, I research coffee around the park to figure out where I'm going to go get coffee. Then that's, that's really, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah. I didn't have much either. So I was just like, I watch POVs and buy a flash lane or fast lane, but yeah, yeah I don't even buy a fast lane. Like I always go with the mentality of like, I'll ride what I can. And like, sometimes I will, like after I get there and if it's like very crazy, I'll buy one. But I just go with the mentality of like, I'll ride what I can. But as long as I'm having a good day, like I walk out of that park happy. Like I'm not someone that's like, I need to get on every single credit. Um, so for me, it's finding good coffee. And I would even say if, if I'm planning to drink, finding a good craft brewery and getting good beer too. Yeah, that's a must. Yeah, those are my two okay. things. I don't do much prep to actually go into the park. <laughs> well, this next question that we have here, I'm I'm confused about, but maybe you know a little bit more about this. Um, but this is coming from Post on Twitter. And he says, or I'm sorry, they say, am I still canceled? <laughs> so I laughed so hard at this because the amount of times that I tell people that I'm canceling them, unfollowing them, or blocking them, I know that this had something to do with the hot take coaster thing or him disagreeing and me saying it as a joke, but I don't remember what it is. So I'm going to say no. But now I'm, I, I've been trying to search my Twitter because I, I remember telling him he's canceled or telling them I'm not sure who's behind the, the account. Um, but I remember telling them that they were canceled, but I can't remember why. So I'm going to say no. But if it's about talent, then yes. Yes. So uh, post, if you hear this, uh, let us know what it was about. Yeah, please let me know what it's about because the fact that I say it so much that I don't remember makes it even funnier. Yeah. <laughs> All great. right. Yeah, that's a good one. Next we have Surveillance. Um, who has better music, Cedar Fair or Six Flags? Um, I'm, I'm assuming this is like music just throughout the park. Um, I haven't been to any other six flags other than six flags ohio when it was open so i guess i i don't really know but i would i guess i say cedar fair just because you hear of six flags being you know the discount chain or whatever so i'm i'm gonna say cedar fair i don't know do you have any thoughts on six flags music i just feel like it's always very tacky like pop hits and stuff mm -hmm. um to be honest, I don't remember really loving the music at Cedar Fair also, but yeah. like I, I don't really remember too much of either one, but I do know that thinking about my memories at both, I probably prefer Cedar Fair. Yeah, just I can only think of like I know one year they I mean obviously they have the fun TV that you you can watch while you're standing in line for Cedar Fair parks. And I just remember like Paramore and maybe like Panic at the Disco and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, yeah. But anyway, uh, moving on to our last question of the episode here. And this comes from 
Kelly, who is with, was it um, Forces? Exploring <laughs> Forces. Yeah. Exploring Forces, yes. Um, and she asks, what are your biggest bucket list parks or coasters? Yeah, so I'm going to keep U.S. for this one. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say Dollywood, which a week from now. Um, Dollywood and Silver Dollar City for sure. And then if I had to do coasters specifically, this is like a little bit of a hot take. Um, but Iron Rattler. I want to ride Iron Rattler so bad. Um, it looks so beautiful the way it dives off that quarry roll. Yeah. It looks so beautiful. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'll stick to the U.S. as well. And there's a couple parks that... Um, I definitely want, you know, that are on my bucket list, which are Six Flags Great Adventure, uh, Silver Dollar City, and Islands of Adventure. Um, and mainly because my two coasters that are in the States that I want on my bucket list are Velocicoaster and El Toro. Uh, hopefully El Toro opens for you this yep. season. Uh, El Toro, I actually, when I was um, building, like rebuilding my top 10 for this, it pained me so much, but I officially removed El Toro from my top 10. It's just been like creeping down because it, it was getting rougher and rougher before the incident. My last ride on El Toro was some of the scariest shit ever. Like I got off of it. I got a rain ride like maybe a week before it derailed, like partially derailed. And I remember getting off of it and going to my sister and being like, that shouldn't even be legal. Like I thought I was yeah. going to like, it was going so fast that the laterals, like before the rolling thunder hill, like I thought it was literally just going to like leave the track. Like <laughs> it was insane. Um, but it was just getting really like, it was just getting really rough to the point where it, it was like, yeah. It's like impossible. It's so it pained me so bad that I removed El Toro from my top 10. You know, I have to throw this in there as an honorable mention because I just remembered this, but it is overseas. It's in China. I don't know if I'll ever go there, but they have a coaster called Dueling Dragons, which is that uh, Intamin inverted coaster that also has the sit down coaster where they, they duel or whatever. That looks like so much fun <laughs> yeah that one does look super cool too um i thought though you were gonna say and i think it's in china there's a corgi coaster oh yeah i mean that would be fun too it's a kitty coaster it's nothing special <laughs> but the the trains are corgis and they're so cute it's not like that <laughs> dog fart coaster that sarah and taylor rode last summer Oh my god, I love it. There was somewhere in Europe, I can't remember which park they were at, but there's a coaster theme to dog farts. <laughs> oh my gosh, I really like the chicken coaster too. Oh yeah. This is somehow just turned into all of these funny coasters like Yeah. But That's fine, I want to ride them all. Yeah, that's my my when I first started my coaster conquest channel, that was just like really what I wanted to do was just like I want to get as many credits as I can. And just ride everything that I possibly can. Yeah, I love getting credits and it's fun. And I I especially love when I'm drinking and I'm like, I'm going to go get this kitty credit. And I look so stupid on this kitty ride. And I'm like, this is so great. Yeah. And that's how I, 
I, when I went to Carowinds back in 2021, I I'd been there in the past, but I never got to ride their old uh, or Kitty Hawk, the whole Vacoma family hanging bang. Oh so God. I was standing in line by myself, and there's just kids all around me. I was like, "Oh, great! This is <laughs> come on! I just gotta ride this and go. Just ride it and leave." <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. That's why you have to like a couple drinks makes it a little less embarrassing when you're surrounded yeah, you're right. by kids, and and then you have so much fun. There's Sarah. I think took a video. I convinced Bryant at Hershey Park last year, last September. I convinced him we went to Trogues and we had a couple drinks. And he was like, I'm not doing the kitty coaster. And then we got there and I was like, You're doing it. And he was like, he was just tipsy enough that he was like, All right, you talked me into doing it. And Sarah and Taylor were taking videos of us. We were just like full of kids. And then me and Brian on this kitty coaster. We were having so much fun. Oh man, that sounds like a blast. It was so much fun. It was like such a stupid little credit, but it was so much fun and it helped me get make Skyrush a hundred. So yeah. Uh well, I mean that I think brings us to the end of the episode. Um I know this will be out before I get to Kings Island. So if you hear this, hopefully, you know, if you are going to be there on Friday for passholder preview, definitely come find me and we can uh hang out or whatever. Um but yeah, um, I know definitely, you know, if you follow us or whatever, give us a like or whatever on Twitter. Do you like on Twitter? Is it follow on Twitter? Follow us on Twitter and Instagram and find us on YouTube. And we also have a TikTok, right? Yes, we do have a TikTok, although I don't think we've posted much on the TikTok yet. But well, um, we do also that's, I feel like more stuff will get put on there now that parks are opening and up here in this neck of the woods so yeah definitely yeah, be on exactly. the lookout mm-hmm. and anyone who knows me my phone has been big broke and i officially got a new phone my Ooh. camera has been very broken um so lfg it's better lfg let's hope my 14 pro does much better than the 12 pro max i'm sure it will uh but yep uh, give us a follow on any social that you think of, we're, we're pretty much on all of those. Um, but yeah, that's going to bring us to the end of the episode. So we will see you next week. Oh, wait. No, not next week. This is what we needed to say. Next oh. week is an off week. Yes. So guys. We, <laughs> we should have said this sooner in the episode. <laughs> but yeah, next week, um, we won't have an episode out next week. It will be the following week. So don't be worried if you don't find an episode out next week. Yeah. And we'll make sure to update the socials. If you listen to us and you liked and subscribed and you followed and all of the other fun stuff on there, you'll have plenty of notice. Um, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, um, no episode next week, but we'll be back the week after. Yep. All right. Well, we will see you then. See you guys. This has been the theme park stand podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We'll see you all next time.